Hello, I'm Peter Jackson and I'm just wanting to say how excited I am to be an executive producer on the Halo movie. I'm just so much looking forward to being part of this experience of making the Halo film and we'll be using all of our state-of-the-art facilities at Witter Digital and Witter Workshop down here in New Zealand and helping to guide this film through to what I hope will be a really incredible, memorable cinematic experience. Hello and welcome to the Cancelled Movie Report, the documentary podcast series that talks about the best movies that Hollywood never made. My name is Michael Campbell, but you can call me Cambo. And joining me, as always, is actor and comedian, Eden Porter. Thank you very much for having me, Cambo. Oh, thank you for coming back. Uh, now, this is part two of our Cancelled Movie Report on Peter Jackson's failed Halo movie including our special guest voice cast. That's right, we've got Stephanie Ben Dixon, known as Hex, and we've got Angus Ronald, who uh, might be known to others as Goose. Yes, uh, they are Australian video game royalty. Pretty much. And they've come in to help us out with some of the voice work. So make sure you listen to part one first. But if you need a little reminder, here's a quick recap. We cut to the cryo chamber in the Pillar of Autumn, and someone places both their hands outside the chamber and pulls themselves out. Reporting is ordered, sir. Good to see you, Master Chief. Let me get you up to speed. We're in the shit. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to get Cortana off this ship keep her safe from the enemy. Cortana has uploaded into his helmet, and they are now kind of of one, I guess. Yes. The ship blasts out of the Pillar of Autumn and makes its way down to the ring world below. Sir, request information on the whereabouts of... Keys? MIA. Everything else is need to know. And before you ask... You don't need to know shit. Um, they find out that Captain Keys is alive and he's more than likely being interrogated to get intel on Earth. Master Chief and Cortana are coming along for this rescue mission. They arrive just as an elite is about to execute him. The elite hears the cell door open, he turns his head, and all he sees is Major Sylvia's M6D pistol go off in his face. Too hot to get Master Chief and four squads of Marines in there. Piece of cake. If Halo is a weapon, we need to prevent the Covenant from being able to use it. Major Silver and the Helljumpers will be coming with me. Now, let's get back into the film. Eden, I'm glad we've had a week, because there was a lot. <laughs> There was a lot that happened in part one. Oh, there was there was a lot of action. Yeah, I, and sparse dialogue. <laughs> oh, and a lot of BA action oh, at that mate, mate. BA, badass action. Bad ass. It yeah. It, it it just becomes economic to to shorten it to BA at this point. Oh, it, because I, it's going to come up so frequently. Exactly. And the thing is, it's the other thing we've noticed is that Master Chief is consistently the only person left alive in yes. a battle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably my favourite part yeah, is that yeah. he constantly walks away as the only living <laughs> member of any battle that he's exactly. in. Exactly. And he's been in many battles. Oh, already. And we're only halfway through a movie. I think he's been in like five or six major battles already. And how, I don't know how long this movie would have been because everything you described in part one is a movie's worth of stuff. Because yeah. it ends with them rescuing the person yeah. that they'd set that's out to your, rescue. That's your act three sort of payoff. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's mid-act two. There are things in this film, in act one, that is a climax. <laughs> like, it legitimately, the battle is so epic. It's 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 described as like the most violent yeah. thing ever. This thing happens, these people's head blows off. You know off. what this movie is? Is nothing but third acts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a new genre. It's just a third act movie. Yeah, exactly. It's great. So when we left... 
there are two missions going on. Yes. Okay. So we've got Captain Keys, Major Sylvia, and the Helljumpers. They're heading off to find out what's underneath Halo's surface that's scaring the Covenant. The, the, the weapon, they yeah, think. Yeah, there's like, oh, something down there that really scares them. And it's, it's oh, watch out. While as the Marines and Master Chief, they head for Halo's control center, right? Because they're going to try and like activate the, the weapon themselves yep. and make sure the Covenant doesn't get it. So there's two missions going on right now. So we're going to stick with Master Chief and the Marines at this point. So we're in the Pelican dropship. We're flying low and fast over water towards a beach. Now this is your classic beach landing battle, okay? So we're thinking like uh, like Normandy. It's Normandy. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100% Normandy. The Covenant are goose-stepping in the corner. So the Covenant, they're already laying down fire. Can I just ask, at, at one point, does it do the sound dropping in and out as someone goes underwater and back up above water? That's the classic beach storming army scene. Um, the, the, the grenade going off near it goes... And then... <laughs> It's all the way through. It's all the way through. So we've got our Normandy beach landing, right? Guns are firing. Grenades are sticking to people. There's overwhelming noise everywhere. Then Master Chief, he burst forth from the back of the Pelican dropship, driving a Warthog. Yes, so yes. Warthog, the big, like, uh, four-wheel drive-esque vehicle. Yeah, more yeah. yeah. like a Jeep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's got the machine gun yeah. on the back, yeah. and they've got a Marine on that, firing yeah, away. Uh, Master Chief is always bursting out from behind people, isn't he? He loves the burst. <laughs> he absolutely loves the he's burst. Like a, he's like a starburst, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> Starbirth Chief, they yeah. call it. But so he's he's flying out, right? The the warthog lands on the sand. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> exactly. Now that's an ad campaign I want to be part of. Now they're burning along the beach and they're like just mowing down Covenant left, right, and centre. There's 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 guys bouncing off the front of the car. Um, the the gunner in the back is just mowing everyone down. They see an opening to the temple area and they make a beeline for it. Um, we hear the Marines going, okay, oh, yeah. There's a, there's a great line here by one of the Marines. Um, just as they're going into all this craziness, one of the Marines from the back yells out, Cancel Christmas! <laughs> I don't know, Kevin. Is that, uh, I don't um, know. Is that unrelated? He just wanted to make that point as well. Well, he was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> So he screams out, cancel Christmas. Christmas. Cancel Christmas. That's oh, a line in the movie. Yeah, fair enough. It's great. Love it. Love it. I was I was waiting for you to say the second part of the line. Oh, really? No. <laughs> cancel Christmas. Because it's like, you're, you're going to be dead. Or, you know, like, yeah. Santa's not coming. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. You've been bad. Or no, whatever. Just cancel Christmas. No, just cancel Christmas. You didn't get the memo. <laughs> um, and then it just has a line that just says, they fight until all Covenant are dead. <laughs> So it likes to set up these fight scenes and then it just throws them away. With, In a sentence. Yeah, it just... Because <laughs> you can imagine, you know, Alex talking to Neil. Yeah, Alex yeah. the writer, Neil the director. Yeah. Yeah. And then they fight till they're all dead. Handball that one to him. <laughs> you, uh, you work that bit out. Yeah, you make that. You, yeah. you, you make that work. Yeah, they, just, they, you know, they, they fight until they're all dead. <laughs> so now the, 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 the halo entrance to this sort of chamber yep. amongst these uh, alien ruins... So they, they step inside and the, the chamber becomes larger and it's got all these etchings and swirls and patterns on the walls, right? Some of the architecture is 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 luminescent. It's sort of admitting this yep. sort of light as they walk through. Um, they slowly make their way down further and further and it becomes sort of this vast chasm. Cortana leads them through the darkness. They enter a cavernous chamber and it's only lit by these slim sort of elongated twin pointed shapes around the room. Right? They're all sort of scattered around the yep. room. Master Chief stops. 
he realizes this is the perfect place for an ambush. He he yells at him, create a defensive position. <laughs> so he yells at them all to, to, to create a defensive perimeter, yep. right? So they're all sort of backed up to each other. In they, like a big circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't see anything though. Mm-hmm. They're sort of looking out. The silence just builds tension as they're all sort of just looking out into the darkness. Is there the one nervous guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's got the, the jittery gun, except he doesn't fire accidentally. <laughs> then one of the elongated twin triangles detaches itself from the wall and it starts moving towards them. It's an energy sword and it's coming this way. Ooh. Master Chief yells out, Stealth elites, open fire. And they all start just blasting away. So, stealth elites are something in the game. They're elites, but they're invisible. You yeah. can't really see them. So, all these swords start coming off the walls, and they all start sort of coming from every direction. And there's a huge. You can tell what's happening, Camera. Yeah. There's going to be a pretty big bloody battle yeah, now. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But the difference is this it's battle. Been 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, you got your battle o'clock yeah, going yeah. on. The difference with this battle, because they like to mix it up, this, mm-hmm. is, this is basically, it becomes a hand to hand, bloody sort of. Okay, mono and mono sort most of thing. battles apart from the Normandy beach have just mainly been like shootouts Shoot in, in a in a loading dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shootouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of shootouts. Whereas this, they decided to mix it up a little bit. And as you know, what would happen in a situation like this, Master Chief then picks up his own energy sword mm. and then they have some energy sword battles. Yeah, great. It's, great. It, it'd be pretty cool. And energy sword, they're, they're the ones that we saw earlier with the split down the middle, yes, right? Yes, the split down the middle and the two-pointed yep, things yep. there. Um, and it's, it, look, it's a classic touchstone from the games, mm-hmm. those energy sword yeah, battles yeah, yeah. that you have with your mates. Those and the spiky guns. Yeah, and the spiky guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There hasn't been a spiky gun there yet. There hasn't been a spiky no, gun No, yet. no, no, no. The, it, I'll just tell you right now, the spiky gun, the needler, is my favorite Halo weapon of all time. Ooh. I do love it. I is that like a controversial it. opinion or is that a- uh, Yes, very. It's okay. pretty shit gun. Okay. <laughs> But I love it. I love it. I've killed my little brother many times. Here. So this huge bloody hand-to-hand battle erupts. The cuttings left, right, and center. Heads start flying. Gusts are bursting out, right? Then they're sort of quiet. Master Chief looks around, and at this time, he's got a few remaining men. He's not quite the last person left there, but all the stealth elites are dead. He then tells the remaining guys, he said, Marines, you stay here make a defensive perimeter again and you hold this sort of corridor I'm going to go deeper with Cortana we're going to go deep into the temple alone we then cut back so that's one mission yep camo and now we cut back to Captain Keys Major Sylvia and the Hell Jumpers right so they're actually they love a subterranean cavern because they're also in a subterranean cavern <laughs> yeah, in this film yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of it becomes a subterranean cavern at <laughs> many points in this film so they're working on a panel to a large closed door suddenly it clicks and slides open they walk inside, but then we switch to someone's POV watching the Marines. They turn as they hear sort of a slithering and scuttling, Ooh. right? So the POV sort of yeah. makes its way around the room at astonishing speed. The special forces, they sort of start opening fire in all directions. So they know something's they there. They know something's there. They can hear this slithering stuff, but they can't see anything. Whereas we're watching the Marines sort of start panicking. All yep. these yep. hell jumpers. Is it the one little nervous guy again? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a nervous <laughs> guy. So they're shooting in all directions. POV gets closer and closer and closer. And finally, it goes all the way down into Captain Key's face, right between his eyes. We see the horror in his face. And in the reflection of his eyeball, we see the flood. The flood. Yeah. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. It's one of the things I remember. Remember? <laughs> Are these sort of, they're sort of like a parasitic sort of spore-like thing. Yeah, they're just like a 
gloop. <laughs> yeah, they're a bit of a gloop. This is this is one form of them. They take many forms, uh-huh. um, but this is sort of the one that's that's sort of coming after them at the moment. Yep. Okay, okay, but yeah, they they seem quite small. They, yeah, they are quite small, they're but quite small. many in number. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah, you're like getting it. Yeah, exactly. So they're all all under attack. Now we cut back to Master Chief and Cortana, and this time they're alone and they've entered this large chamber, the silent cartographer. Silent cartographer. Wow. These forerunners had truly amazing technology at their disposal. Puts my holographic version to shame, doesn't it? Somewhat. Okay, give me a few moments to access the... Cortana? Chief. It's... (laughs) Glorious. Can you find the control center? The control center? Yes, yes, the control center, of course. Oh. Surprising. I can hard dock there. Place my chip in the receptacle. I'm not 100% on this. Not 100%? When precisely did you turn from a killing machine into a probabilities analyst? You're acting strange. I have just brushed against a system more complex than your barbarian mind can conceive. I am unable to explore it fully without a hard dock. If I plug you in, I don't know what it's going to do to you. You don't need to know what it's going to do to me. You don't need to know shit. Chief, I wish you could feel this. You can't imagine the wealth of information. So much. So fast. Amazing. Extraordinary. The Covenant are correct. The Forerunners are gods. I can see it now. Whoever controls the Halo... Controls the fate of the universe. Cortana. Cortana. Ooh. Ooh, So Cortana, like, this is sort of this big electrical sort of impulse, and everything sort of whites out. And so, so do you sort of get what's happened there? So, so she, she is kind of come into connection with this old system. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the sort of the hub, the central yeah, hub of this. Yeah. It is like far in advance of anything that they've ever seen. Yep. And so what? So his apprehension is when he puts her in, he doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and she starts getting weird. She starts yeah, being like, like glitchy. And, and yeah, and she's like, you don't need to know so shit. Wary, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So she's getting fired and he's a bit wary and then she sort of absorbs all this information yeah. and then there's this huge sort of bang, boom and yeah. she's gone. So Master Chief wakes up with no Cortana. (gasps) The console is damaged. He sort of looks around, doesn't know what to do. So he makes his way back towards the Marines he left. He sort of calls out to them. No one's answering. Then he arrives and he sees blood everywhere. But there are no bodies. Cambo, there's no bodies. Typically, he's the last one alive. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his ammo. Do you reckon if there's one more guy alive, you just quickly shoot him? Like, you oh, know, last one alive again, eh? Well, you do say that, Cambo. Suddenly, one last Marine. <laughs> oh, my God. I should write scripts. <laughs> you, you definitely should. He runs out in front of Master Chief, startles him, then disappears back into the shadows. Master Chief quickly follows him down a few corridors. He then finds the young marine huddled in the corner of a chamber, blood-soaked, with eyes bulging. Master Chief approaches him, tries to calm him down. He asks, what happened? But before he can get an answer, the marine grabs the M6D pistol from Master Chief's side, jams it in his own mouth, and blows his brains out. 
And now at this point, Master Chief is the last person alive? Big time. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh, thank God. <sighs> he was getting too many friends. <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously this uh, this young Marine with his um, M60 pistol. Yeah, yeah. He's... Um, <laughs> He's, he's seen, seen something, some, yeah. Or he's seen some shit. Yeah. Um, but we don't know what he's seen. Yeah. But what we can imagine. when Master Chief and Cortana went away? Something's yeah. gone something's wrong. Something's gone wrong. Mate, something's gone wrong. Then we hear the slithering noise. <gasps> so we start hearing this noise again. Master Chief, he turns to the door and there he sees the flood. Right. This is in infection form. So these are these little guys, yep. right, that are flying around. And they start gushing through the door. Now, in this script, because they're called the flood, usually you'd say, oh, they flood into the room. Because yeah. they're called the flood, he's gone with gushing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is, he's got the old thesaurus out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good, it's a, it's a good pick up there. Um, so they're gushing into the chamber and there's, there's hundreds of them coming in to this small door. Um, although... They're very easy to kill in this form, right? So the infection form, they basically pop like balloons when you get sort of a bullet near them. And like his Master Chief is always strapped with a weapon, I imagine. Always, yeah. always. So he's got his assault rifle there. He starts just blasting away. Um, wave after wave just sort of pop and explode in front of him. Um, there's only one left at the end. So he basically wipes them all out. And there's one little one left. Um, he runs out of ammo. And it's coming right at him. Oh, no. And so he grabs it with his hand <laughs> and he snaps its neck with his thumb. <laughs> and with that, he's the last That's one of his life. Pretty BA, though. Mate, pretty BA. The old snapping of the neck yeah. with his hand. It's good. It's As a good. power move to snap a neck with a thumb. I know. It? It's just like, boom. It's so beneath me. It's just like popping a, what, what do you pop like, like a, that? Like a cork. Yeah, like a cork. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Or a push pop for some of our older older viewers yeah. out there. Those who are want a little bit of 90s nostalgia. Correct. Don't push me, Eden. Oh, push, push a push pop. pop. Is that Australian? I don't is- know. International listeners, let us know. We'll find out. <laughs> he then takes a beat, but only for a moment as something else enters the chamber. The shadow of Marines. <gasps> But something. No, this is fine. Marines are good. Well, you you say that, but something, no, I'll, something, never, no, I'll never change my okay, opinion. Okay, Marines well, are good. Yeah, that's definitely right. Except when they're not good. No, but they're always good. Either. No, but these guys, there's something wrong with them. Cambo. Yeah, that's right. These are infected Marines. The flood has taken them over. So now we start to get an understanding of. So the flood, these little infection ones, they take you over, and then you become a version of that flood marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, phew, how do I describe this? Dog, a, dog's breakfast. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of guts. Yeah, <laughs> just, basically, it's like yeah. a pile of guts yeah. in, a, in person. One form. big inflated hand, a big blob on the shoulder. Yep, that's exactly. One regular what... hand. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. You can still do. His and taxes. the legs look fine. Yeah, I'll be honest. But yeah, it looks as if a man has exploded. Yeah, and and, and that's it's like pretty much frozen what it is. in that explosion. Yeah, it's like tumors and things yeah. all over it. It's pretty gross. So the flood's taken over all these marines. So. Master Chief, he just starts charging at them because remember he's run out of ammo at yeah. this point. So during the fight, then another sort of big fight sort of breaks out because there's a whole bunch of infected Marines in here. During the fight, he manages to get knock out one of the uh, the flooded Marines, and the Marine has my favourite gun of all, the Needler. <gasps> so he, this is when we get to see the Needler. So the Needler, basically, for those that don't know, it's a Covenant gun that yeah. the Covenant have, um, and what it does, it fires these sort of heat-seeking pink shards that if you just fire it, sort of, someone, they stick into someone and then they detonate and oh. do like extra damage. Is that what the spikes are? Yeah, the spikes are like little these yeah, pink okay. shards, and they sin you, and then they go, and then they blow up. It's 
It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's that's very cool. cool. So he finally has the needler and he starts sort of laying into all these infected Marines and they start sort of popping off, um, which is good. But then he gets rid of the needler. Oh. Which is so it's just a needler cameo. Yeah, little needler cameo. Yeah, yeah. That's for the sequel. It's called Halo Needler. <laughs> That's, I'm assuming that would have got yeah, made. Yeah. Um, but then he sees one of the marines in the backpack of the marines in, in the infected. There's a there's a shotgun. I just want to ask though, as a big needler fan, yep. would you have been satisfied with the small needler cameo? No. Yeah. I want I want I want Needler twenty four seven. It's kinda like uh Wolverine. They they keep teasing his outfit every now and then. And then at one time he just opens a case and it's like, Oh, that's my uniform and then they, they cut that scene away. out of the film. <laughs> <laughs> It's very yeah, the Needler is the Wolverine of the Halo universe. <laughs> Really, it's the it's the yellow and brown Man, Wolverine costume. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So now he's got he's got the shotgun. He's yeah. got the classic Marine shotgun, and he's it says in the script he's now found the perfect weapon to blow away the Flood Marines. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I love that Alex Garland writes that line, gives it to you, and goes visualize that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. By <laughs> visualize way, that internal. By thought. the way, it's the perfect weapon. Okay, <laughs> just just put that on the screen. So finally, the room is empty. Master Chief is alone again. He gets out a med kit and he heals up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he makes his way to back towards the surface. Does he remember the morphine this time? Uh, it's probably just morphine. <laughs> He's just hooking it to his veins. Halfway through another large chamber, he peers through a door, like there's sort yep. of a crack in the door. He's sneaky boy. Sneaky boy. He's gone sneaky boy mode. And he sees through the crack, he sees hundreds of infected Marines and Covenant, right? So the, the Flood, it's an equal opportunity alien. Yep. It just takes over everyone. So... They're all sort of shuffling along and they're sort of ignoring because they can't see him at this point. And then we see this sort of blue light emerge from behind Master Chief. And we assume, oh, Cortana's back. That's the blue light from Cortana. That's what I'm assuming right now. No, don't assume that. Master Chief spins around with his gun. He sees a metal sort of silver orb with a little blue light on the front. And it's cheery. It says to him, Lower your primitive weapon. I require your assistance. So it's sort of an up and about yeah, sort of thing. And okay. he's like, what? Who is this guy? Like, this is really strange. Then several other robotic devices appear sort of all around him. And Master Chief is like, well, how are we going to get out of this situation? And then the, the, the other robotic devices called Sentinels, they're sort of triangle in shape. They suddenly smash through the door and just annihilate every single flood in there. They just <laughs> blow them all away. So it's fine. So, so he's discovered this sentient robotic force. Yeah, that's just sort of come up and said to him, look, I need your help. And he's really cheery. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a lovely guy. Let me introduce myself. I am the monitor of installation 04. I am 343 Guilty Spark. Someone has released the flood. My function is to prevent it from leaving this installation. In order to do that, you will have to follow me. These sentinels will cover our escape. Where do you want me to go? To the control room, of course. The control room. The control room of Halo. Yes. And when we get there, you're going to show me how to use it. Naturally. What odd questions you ask. Lead the way. This installation was specifically built to contain and study the flood. Halo is a laboratory. In a sense. But it was also a means to ensure the survival of the race. There was no desire to eradicate the flood. The desire was to prevent it from eradicating anything else. But now, it seems that decision may have been an error, which is why it is fortunate that sterilization protocols still remain in place. Oh, here we are. What is this place? It is the library. The installation's research facilities are our most impressive. 
Perhaps you will have time to see them later. Just get me to the control room. It is located in the library's core, and I am in as much of a hurry to reach it as you. Please follow me. Oh, there we go. He's okay. got a friend, though. He's got a great friend. He can't. He can't stop getting robotic sidekicks. No, exactly. <laughs> it's like if he loses one, another one's just going to pop appears. up just instantaneously. <laughs> so he's met Guilty Spark yep. now, and Guilty Spark's what? What has he sort of told him? Well, What's your the, understanding the, of it? the flood, uh, they've been contained there. Yep. Now, they've kind of been somewhat released, and he's saying, well, we've got to stop them getting out. And he said that their mission wasn't to eradicate them, but just to stop them eradicating the rest of the, the universe. Correct, yeah. correct. So now they're going to deep into the library to, yes. like, sort of the, yeah. the central control hub yeah. of all of Halo. And you know what? He's he's facing a almost certainly apocalyptic outcome if he fails, but he, he's got a good attitude about it. Oh, he's so... Upbeat. So they make their way down passage after passage until they reach the far end of the library. Now, they're stuck next to a large security door. And Guilty Spark, he says that, oh, I can't access this from this side because the flood are coming yep. and I need to sort of go around and take the long way. He said, you wait here, Master Chief. I'll sort of go all the way around and open the door from the other side. He then floats off into the night. Master Chief is left there by himself. And then he hears the slithering noise again. Oh, no. And because it's been about two minutes <laughs> since he last fought the flood, yeah. it's time to fight the flood again. <laughs> but this time, okay, it describes this is a flood battle. They, they again start um, coming in waves. Yep. So it's not gushing, it's waves, waves this time. So they're coming in waves through the far end of the library. And this time the battle, it's in slow-mo. Yes. So think sort of that 300 battle yep. scene, you know, every, he's yep. sort of walking through and it's really stylized. And that, so that's sort of what this one is. He switches between using all of his weapons so far. So he's got the shotgun. He's but the needler. shotgun was the perfect weapon. Yeah, but only for certain types of flood, only uh. for marine flood. This has got all different ones. So he's got the needler still, yep. he's got grenades, he's, and it's all, remember, slow-mo. Um, it's described in the script as the most extreme combat of anything we have seen <laughs> so far in this film. Extreme is a good word. That's what it says. Because this is... Early 2000s, that's also the era of the X Games. Oh, all so of that. So this will be the X Games of action scenes. He's doing kickflips. He's doing half pipes. Though the X Games of action films is triple X, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. obviously. <laughs> it was legitimately described as James Bond for the X Games generation. <laughs> <laughs> Which really puts it in an error, doesn't it? Was the was the second triple X called like Next Level or? Uh, yeah, triple X two. Yeah, was it the Next Level? And then uh, the Return of Zedekage. Return of Zedekage, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but, wait, but we, we digress. We digress. <laughs> we do, let's get back to the flood in this slow mo battle. At the end of the battle, sorry, triple X two State of the Union. Oh, is that <laughs> yes? <laughs> I'm so glad we got that and avoid emails yeah, of yeah. people coming but in. But we digress. We digress. We digress. Um, this battle ends with sort of Master Chief in a bloodlust, right? Mm -hmm. So he's slow-mo. He starts howling in rage as yeah. he, like, tears apart all the flood around him. And then the security door opens and he sort of backs his way through to join sort of Guilty Spark and then the door sort of closes behind him. They blow the bridge up and all of a sudden floor down. It sort of throws that away yeah, yeah, yeah. in the script. <laughs> so now we're in the Halo control console. Like this is the main hub. And uh, Guilty Sparks there and he's sort of talking Master Chief through what they have to do next. Unfortunately, my usefulness in this endeavor has now come to an end. Protocol does not allow for a unit of my classification to perform a task as important as activation sequence. That final task is reserved for you. What do I do? Everything is in place. 
Simply place your hand on the reader so that your sentient organic status can be confirmed. Then sterilization will begin. Please do not delay. I do not understand. I do not understand. Yeah, you don't. Please explain. I came here to destroy this weapon, to prevent it falling into the hands of the Covenant, and you want me to use it? To destroy it? Him impossible. Unthinkable. Are you in any doubt of the Flood's virulent nature? nature? I am aware that you are presently involved in a war with the other species of the installation. Let me assure you that your war is nothing in comparison to the consequence of the Flood's expansion. The Flood absorbs the knowledge and the intelligence of all those forms it occupies. It will use your spaceships and the spaceships of your enemies. It will spread itself far and wide. Nothing will stop it. No system, no planet, no corner of the galaxy will be spared. And once the galaxy is lost, the universe will follow. Ah, you've done it. You've activated the ring. Excellent. This is going to kill me too, isn't it? Oh yes, absolutely. Cortana! Odd, that wasn't supposed to happen. And I imagine this wasn't either. Cortana, wait! He's on our side. On our side? On our side? Do you have any idea what it almost made you do? Yes. Activate Halo's defense and destroy the Flood. You have no idea how this ring works, why the Forerunners built it. Halo doesn't kill the Flood. It kills their food. Us. Left out that little detail, did you? Is this true? More or less, the installation's pulse has an effective range of 25,000 light years. All sentient life within that radius would be sterilized. Sterilized? Every man, woman, and child, Earth, our colonies, our entire race, our entire history, all would be annihilated. Not to mention any other species caught in the net. Your arguments are pointless. Sterilization is the only certain means to contain a flood release. The flood is released. Ergo, we must activate the ring. If we activate the ring, everything is pointless. There has to be another way. Agreed. Oh. So who did he shoot there at the end? <laughs> Master Chief, he shot Guilty Spark in his little blue face. The the major plan has been sort of foiled to that. Guilty Spark was actually going to kill everyone yep. in the universe yep. so the Flood couldn't eat anyone else. Master Chief, he's shotgunned Guilty Spark in yep. his little eye socket and then he and Cortana sort of make their way out to these elevator discs. So they get on these um, these elevator discs and they sort of make their, start making their escape. Now Cortana explains she was seduced by the power of the Forerunner's tech and she apologises to Master Chief for her actions. And... He sort of has a little bit of fun with her there. He's like, oh, it almost sounds like you're uh, you're worried that you hurt my feelings and all oh. sort of stuff. And she's like, oh, no. She goes red. Um, she's blue, but she goes red. <laughs> um, and then he says, well, you saved the galaxy from extinction, so let's call it even. But it's not over yet. Mm -hmm. We then cut back to the library control chamber and the guilty spark's blue eye flashes back on <gasps> and he floats towards the surface. Master Chief and Cortana, they make it to the surface and they see a ravaged halo. Everyone is dead. Marines, Covenant-like, just everyone around him. Well, not quite everyone. 
as suddenly Fohammer flies down from the sky in her dropship. She sort of lands. She's been a bit of a uh, non-entity thus far. Oh, mate, she hasn't really done a lot. She's no. flown them around. She turned up, his heart went a flutter. He mentions, oh, yeah, she saved me way back when. Yeah, she doesn't have a lot to do. Yeah. And there's not a lot of, like, female conversations. Oh, I <laughs> dare say this doesn't pass the Bechdel test. No, not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> um, so, But they do understand now that if the flood gets off Halo, nothing will be able to stop it. Yep. So if they can take out Halo, then that should take the flood out without having to sterilise the entire sort of universe, basically. They just need to make a big enough explosion. And they look off into the distance at the Pillar of Autumn. It's still crashed on the side of Halo. Fohammer turns to Cortana. Is a cruiser's fusion reactor a big enough explosion? Mm, yeah, exactly. So, basically, they're, they're going to blow, blow up their butt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, as they're having this conversation, we see snow start falling as Halo's weather systems have started to oh, break right, down. Yeah, okay. So, it, all the weather controls. Yep. And it gives an opportunity for us to have um, like a fight in snow now. Yeah, so, correct. it's going yeah. through all the different areas of Halo, which is, which is, it's actually pretty cool. Um, this whole end part is now just in snow. Yeah. So, are you ready to like lock yourself in? Because this. Right, let this, me strap myself in. This, All right, there we go. This end part. So I'm scared I'm going to fall off my seat with oh, excitement. So I've strapped myself there's in. There's a lot sort of coming in this last little bit now. It's just, and it's pretty one after the other. Yeah. If you're listening to this driving in the car, pull over. Yeah, pull, definitely pull, <laughs> pull, over. pull over. Because you may have a feeling to like get your warthog on two, <laughs> two, two wheels as you like mow down Covenant. Now, Master Chief and Cortana. They start making their way towards the Pillar of Autumn, right? Mm-hmm. They've, they're in the, the dropship and they're sort of there and they get, they get sort of dropped off just near it and they sort of make their way in. Yep. They walk past some corridors and they see piles of dead, rotting bodies. They're still sort of moving and shuffling these bodies. The flood has sort of kept them alive. Now, Master Chief, he puts them out of their living hell with his sort of assault rifle, he sort of shoots them all. And, they're at peace now but they've sort of seen that there's all these little littered bodies all over the place and they get the feeling that they're being sort of funneled in a certain direction so the idea they need to make their way to the bridge so Kultana can set the self-destruct sequence for the Pillar of Autumn they're making their way there then they see the bridge the door sort of half hanging off sparks sort of flying the lights are going on and off they walk to the main door, they, they open it up and they walk inside and they feel a presence in the bridge with them. Then, out of the shadows, appears Captain Keys, but not as we know him. Is he a flood marine? Yeah, big time. But not more than that, though. He still has sort of his manliness, mm-hmm. but his flesh is all like green and black and sort of decaying and stuff but he doesn't have the tumours or anything yeah, sort right. of crazy so like he, that. he's still more humanoid yeah correct he stands in the shadows motionless just watching them in silence and then he steps forward and the light of the sparks sort of highlight his face and you can see really see the little bits of decaying flesh and stuff on his face it looks he doesn't have the tumours but it still looks sort of gross and then Cortana speaks to him who are you? I am a monument to all your sins. I am the Flood. Across this universe, new species fall in and out of existence. They're born. They prosper. They pass into extinction. 
There's something that I think comes up in, in every cancel movie report and we've not had one yet. It's a villain monologue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's monologue. It's monologuing. Love a villain monologue. If I have we had an episode yet without one? No, definitely not. No. <laughs> and we wouldn't want to. No. I'd put it in. I'd just make it up and add it to the film. Who's gonna know? The film never got made. <laughs> That's true. Hopefully people don't fact check us too much on this. Yeah, exactly. I wrote this script afterwards. There was no villain monologue. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that we haven't checked in on in a while mm. is a dream sequence. Oh, because oh, we flash into another dream sequence at this point. But it's a hallucination created by keys to torment Master Chief. Right? We're reliving the fall of Planet Reach. Keys berates Master Chief, saying his failure is real. You failed all of humanity. There are bodies sort of falling all around them, men, women, children sort of all dying around him. Keys starts to expand in size. Tendrils curl out of him, and they start to snake around to Master Chief. Keys says, You need to know only this. Succumb to me. I offer you immortality. Your body will rot, but your memories will live in me. We then flash to Master Chief's face, eyes, skin, battle-worn, beaten, scarred. So we see his face. We see little bits of his face, like zoomed in bits of his face. And then he replies. You see, that's where you're wrong. I don't need to know shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the ultimate... That's his arc. That's, That's his, his arc. arc. His character arc as he learns yeah. that he doesn't need to know shit. shit. And then Cortana says it to him later on and then he finally embraces the fact that he doesn't need to know shit because the Flood says, you need to know only this. And he goes, you, I don't need to know shit. I th- it's pretty good writing, Cambo. Yeah. You've got to admit that. He's bringing it all around. It's pretty good. And at that point, the hallucination shatters. Sorry, just Alex sitting at the laptop, the executive over his shoulder, and you want me to put... I don't need to know shit. Yeah, 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 that's good. Oh, all right. (laughs) He's putting the absolute shit line. (laughs) Bill Gates will be happy. (laughs) So then the hallucination shatters and they're back on the bridge. Master Chief, he raises his MA5B assault rifle. Right, yeah, yeah. And he empties an entire clip into Keyes' rotting body. The form bursts and bubbles, disintegrates and explodes all over the bridge. Master Chief, he reaches down and he grabs Key's dog tag from the rotting corpse. He stares at them, he looks at the name, he has a moment of reflection, and then he closes his fist around it. I don't know what that's trying to do. He's like, uh, Keys is a pretty good guy. Yeah, he right. means a lot to he's him. He's remembering his friends. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's just an odd little moment to sort of put in there. Humanises Master Chief, maybe. Pulling off the dog tags of a dead... Dead soldier, though. Classic. Action That's a classic film. action film. That's a classic action and cause film. And because they never take it off the neck, they yank it off. Oh, they, yeah. Or they pull it out of the rotting corpse flesh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, Cortana manages to set the reactor to overload, and a countdown appears on screen. Ten minutes and counting. Let's get the hell out of here, says Master Chief, as he turns and runs out the door. Don't worry, Chief. There's more than enough time to. She stops. A hum is heard. And who is it? It's our old friend, Guilty Spark. Yeah, he's back. 
the Master Chief says, Why is everything so bloody hard to kill around here? <laughs> Another good line. Another good line. He then sighs. Guilty Spark is disappointed that they chose to destroy the installation. He finds it illogical. They leave him no alternative. Suddenly a bunch of these triangled sentinels sort of appear out of nowhere and they start opening fire with lasers. Master Chief dives for cover. The lasers burst open the bridge. Suddenly the blizzard that's outside flies in. So there's, there's snow and everything going everywhere. There's lasers firing out. Master Chief smashes through a sidewall and scrambles for cover behind the bulkheads. Lasers are flying all around them. Master Chief, he throws a grenade back into the bridge room as he runs. We hear Guilty Spark laughing as it explodes. The sentinels left and right of them blasting away. Master Chief, he has his shotgun, he's shooting one after another, but there's just too many of them. Cortana realizes they have a bigger problem than just these Sentinels. The flood are closing in as well. Master Chief dives down a corridor. He looks to his left, he sees a flood army of infected Marines. He looks to his right, he sees a flood army of elites. In front of him, the Sentinels are closing in. What's he gonna do? It's a trap. Cortana then realizes, Look down, Chief, look down. He looks down, there, he's standing on top of a panel beneath him. He gets his shotgun, he blows the panel off, and he falls into the ventilation shaft. He bounces and slides down the shaft, in near blackness. He then he bursts into light as he shoots out into the open air, falling 20 metres to the ground. He picks himself up quickly. They're in the lower deck, subsection 5. They see a monitor, the countdown continues. Master Chief touches his comlink. Bowhammer, you read me? I'm not gonna make it to the rendezvous. You get out of here. Don't you know me by now? I don't leave soldiers behind. See you at the rendezvous. That's an order. Right, so she's gonna wait for him she no, knows how no, to talk no to matter what. Yeah, oh, big time, big time. Cortana interrupts him. There may still be half a chance of survival. Lower deck subsection five. Do you know what's in here? Vehicle storage. <laughs> Master Chief walks over to one of the doors, swings it open, and we see a pristine and fully fueled up Warthog ready to go. Lovely, because I was disappointed with the lack of Warthog so oh, far. Yeah, don't worry. This is ultimate Warthog scene. Great. So how long we've got left? Five minutes left. So buckle up for this last escape. I'm going to put a second belt on. Yeah, could you actually? <laughs> and if you're, if you're driving and you've pulled over, get out of your car. <laughs> Burn your car. <laughs> So we cut to Master Chief at the wheels of the Warthog drifting around corners in the vehicle storage bay. And the, in the script now, it actually says, what follows is a real-time white-knuckle drive through the Pillar of Autumn, pure choreographed action, a recreation of the final level of the game. Cortana provides a countdown. So now this is live yeah. five minutes. The whole this last five minutes is him with the constant clock, wow. like making his way through here. It's, it's pretty cool. cool. The ship's exploding all around them, collapsing, there's fire, there's explosions. They're mowing through sort of battles because there's still Covenant sort of around battling flood. So they're sort of fighting each other. Jackals and grunts sort of bounce off the front of the Warthog. One of them gets crushed under the wheels. A plasma grenade gets thrown and sort of blasts the Warthog onto two wheels. And it's sort of doing a two wheel sort of, it hits a few more jackals on the way through. Um, then suddenly an elite jumps on the Warthog. Master Chief unloads a clip right into his face. The Warthog then bursts onto the upper level of the ship's landing deck. They see Fohammer. There's one, one minute, minute left. left. The flood are all around them. Infected vessels are like a sea closing in behind them. An explosion under the Warthog lifts the vehicle into the air. Master Chief jumps out of the vehicle <laughs> mid-air, 
swales all the way towards the pelican, lands just 20 metres away, does a roll, stands back up and dives into the rear hatch. He closes the hatch behind him just as wave after wave of flood crash into it. Punch it, Hammer. He turns around, but he sees her standing directly behind him. Her expression is strange, and then blood comes out of her mouth. He can't catch a break, this guy. She says, I'm sorry. And her body is tossed aside and a long spike is removed. There standing behind her is the infected form of Major Sylvia. I was wondering where he was, because he disappeared off camera. Yeah, I know, but he's still there. They all come back as Flood, mate. And then as if in a rage that the death of Fohammer has just been too much with a close-up shot of Master Chief's hand, he's tightly grabbing a grenade. Suddenly, his fist shoots out and literally plunges into Sylvia's chest. <laughs> He withdraws his empty fist, a beat, body explodes. Great. It's great. great it's a good cool bang, and then bang, bang. It's pretty good, yeah. Chief, let's go. 15 seconds. He dives into the cockpit. We then cut to an outer space shot just above Halo. Suddenly, a bright light flashes, then a secondary shockwave rips through the structure. Part of it collapses in on itself. A huge explosion then forms, and then parts of the ring start to shatter off across this sort of open space. And all we see, we see a tiny, tiny little ship making its way out of the explosion. It's the Pelican. Master Chief made it, and he's the only one left alive. <laughs> he asks Cortana, did anyone else make it off? She shakes her head <laughs> and says, just dust and echoes. That's all that's left. Now, there's nothing else to do but head back to Earth. Cortana quickly does some calculations. In this ship, it should take them approximately 163,000 years to make it back to Earth. <laughs> Master Chief looks out the window. But what about that one? He points towards the shape of a vast Covenant capital ship floating in space. The tiny drop ship then turns towards the capital ship, engages its engines, ready to attack. Blackout. Finn. Now, what's interesting, and I don't believe we've had one of these yet on Cancer Movie Report, we have a post-credit scene. Oh! Yes. That oh, is listed God. in the script. So after all the credits, yep. it then goes black again, and, and, and then, then we cut to amongst the debris of Halo, we hear a, a humming. And then suddenly, from left to right of screen, Guilty Spark sort of floats across. He stops centre screen and he faces the audience and says... Oh, hello. Cut to black again. <laughs> and that's it. Not the best post-credit scene. But if this was early days post-credit scene. Yeah, things. exactly, because this is 2005. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't quite know what you could do yeah, to sort of set up They're quite slick stuff. at them now. Yeah, exactly. But they're, back then, that, that would have probably blown our minds. That would have, oh, would have blown my <laughs> mind, mate. Um, so, Cambo, that is Halo the movie. What are your initial thoughts? What are your feelings? Needs a trim. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of movie in it. There's, there's a, about three movies in it. There's a lot of action sequences in it. Yeah. And it I, it's very evident that it's a video game because it's just uh, like level after level. I'm so glad you brought that up because when I was reading it, that's exactly what I thought. It's like, okay, this is the docking bay bit where waves of enemies will come at you. Yep. You'll have to kill them all and then you go to the next yep. section. And it does feel and like that. It, it makes complete sense to me 
that he had to write to a brief and Microsoft were like, we want every level represented. Yeah. Because Alex Garland's a good screenwriter. He could have probably stripped some of it out and made quite a tight story. Mm. Can imagine seeing an elite on screen with his laser sword and all yeah. that sort of stuff. People would be popping all over the place. Designed by Weta Workshops, by the way. We haven't really touched on that. No, exactly. So you can imagine the CGI and everything. And in just it even the be, costume design and everything would, be would have been top notch. Awesome, exactly. And all the all, yeah, all the crazy creatures. The flood would have looked amazing. This is one of the things I know about this is over the years, like videos have leaked. They had like fully functional warthogs that yeah. they were driving around. Oh yeah, they had uh, they had weapons. I guess we'll get into what happened to the weapons they designed in a second but they had designed weapons they had designed prototype aliens again just a backwards way to try and to it's, make a movie it's so crazy because they were in turnaround for so long like they just made they started making props and making yeah. things because they're like well we'll eventually get to do this well then what happened to those props Eden? okay what so, was to happen to the corpse of this movie okay so basically it all comes down to microsoft having an inability to let go of their baby and that's really what it comes down to. They were so obsessed with doing it themselves and making sure it gets done exactly how they wanted to. They put all these impossible things in the way. So, like, they wanted they wanted $10 million up front plus 15% of the box office gross. And they wanted a $120 million budget and it would be fast-tracked into production. So, basically, instantly started to be made. Yeah. So, they put all these demands. Because remember our Spartan Warriors were giving out yeah, the yeah, script? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they were putting all these demands out. And it was a ridiculous request. But I think the craziest of all was when they handed the scripts over, they gave each studio 24 hours to make the deal. <laughs> otherwise, it would be taken off the table. Can you imagine that? What are they doing? What are they doing? So it's like, so most of them here's, just- Here's this project you're not interested in. You've got 24, 24 hours. <laughs> okay, no. No. <laughs> You've got to sell it what to me. What studio did it end up? Well, I'll tell you that. So most of them just passed straight away, right? And rightly so. And rightly so. But Universal and Fox, they actually came together. Because what Microsoft didn't understand is they actually thought they could play studios off against each other and create a, like a bidding war, which is something that you don't really do in that sort of world. Like in video games, yeah. they can sort of do it. You, you play off against PlayStation and they've got their own titles and everything like that. But the studios didn't want to borrow that. They're like, we're not creating a bidding war. Yeah. <laughs> And so Fox and Universal, they said, we'll just come together and we'll put this agreement on the table and we say, do you want to make this film? Because this is what we're yeah. offering you. So even, even with Peter Jackson, even when he came on board, they were like, great, we've got Peter Jackson. Everyone's gonna want, everyone's on board now. So then they had Neil obviously came on. Yep. Um, Microsoft weren't a massive fan of Neil. They thought he was too young too and green. too green and everything yep. like that. But Peter said, no, this guy is, is really good. Yep. But then Microsoft slowly started to push the narrative. They started going, no, we want more rewrites of the script. Um, we pushed the production back. They, um, the, the budget started to sort of skyrocket at this point. Every, everything was put on hold for so long. So it was like eight months past where they hadn't really done anything. They, they made some, some, some sets and everything yeah. like that and some, some guns Films and everything. Some commercials. Exactly. And they had all this stuff around. And so they said to Neil, oh, do you want, like he talked about before, do you want to just make some short films that we can just do for Halo 3 release. Which, if you if you want to see what possibly yeah. this film could have been... They look great. Landfall is the name of them. They're, there's three of them and they're awesome. I remember them from the time. They're, they're fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. And that is really what we missed out on. Like, yeah. when we see that, that's probably the closest thing we'll ever get to, to getting this film. So, what basically ended up happening is Microsoft were in there every day trying to 
demand sort of things and ask what's happening and, and changing things. They were burning money left and right. Universal, they sort of said, yep, look, we'll talk to Microsoft. We'll sort it out. They didn't sort it out. Microsoft held strong. They're like, this is our crown jewel. This is our IP. We get the final say on absolutely everything. They wanted to create sort of their own sort of film studio. You know how Marvel yeah. ended up just going, you know what? We'll, we'll just do it, it ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. And they did it themselves and it worked really well. Like Thanos putting on the glove. Yeah. Fine. I'll do it myself. Yeah, exactly. But this, they just didn't have the skills and they didn't have yeah, the they didn't have their Kevin Feige. No, exactly. Exactly. So as a result, everything slowed down to a snail's pace and it started to cost so much money that everyone just pulled out. So everyone just took their money and ran at that yeah. point. Even Neil, like it, it's not all sad because then Neil and Peter, Peter Jackson, um, they decided, you know what? We're going to get something good out of this. Let's go on and make a film together. Yeah. And he made District 9. Well, I mean, most of you probably know the the, uh, the backstory that we, for a period of time, were intending to make a uh, a feature film adaptation of the Halo video game. And, and but, you know, Neil we thought would be absolutely terrific choice to, to direct it. So Neil came, shifted down to New Zealand with his partner and, and child, and basically, you know, became a New Zealander for several months. And then Halo just suddenly um, basically died, dropped dead on its feet due to studio politics with conceptual art, with monsters, with creatures. We've got all this Halo stuff down in New Zealand locked away in, in cabinets that no one's ever seen, which is really kind of quite stunning all supervised by Neil, and then the movie fell over and we got kind of disillusioned um, with what happened. So we immediately thought, well, why don't we just try to take control of the situation in whatever way we're able to, and we suggested the idea of, of working on an original idea, something we could own, and that was really the genesis of District 9. I mean, it happened very quickly. We woke up in the morning thinking we were making Halo and went to bed that night making District 9. Yeah, so from my understanding, it's because District 9 was the short film Alive in Johan. Oh, Correct, Joburg, yep. Uh, and they essentially said, look, we want to make a film. This film's fallen apart, but we have all these props and all these whatever. And District 9 is the reanimated carcass of Halo. Exactly. Like all the prototype weapons they had made, all the mech suits they had made. 100%. Everything that was going to be in there, they still had access to. Yeah. And when you watch like District 9... The thing that hits me is like, wow, this is really, like for a first-time director, this is some crazy stuff yeah. in this film. And it looks awesome. And Because the whole thing about District Done is it's got a, a very small budget for the kind of big action film it is. Yeah. But that's because they didn't have to design. do anything. <laughs> it, it was all just in a shed. It was exactly. already. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And it's because that's what I've always known is that District 9 is what's come of, of Halo. It Correct. eventually evolved into District 9. But I'm actually seeing elements of it in other works that people that have worked on this that have done. So... Uh, Alex Garland went on to write Sunshine after this. Mm. And one of the complaints people had about Sunshine is in the third act, it turns into this kind of crazy zombie chase. Yep. Which is kind of what this script does. Yeah, this it, is it, the flood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's got like boils and what, like he's exactly. gone sun crazy in Sunshine. Uh, big ring in the sky. He put that in Elysium. Love it. <laughs> he like, literally he added yeah, a Halo in, into Elysium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even though we d we did miss out on Halo, we've got these other sort of things in the background. And I, I just I've got a final quote from um from Neil himself. He's talking about sort of this this experience again. When any young director gets hired by a studio to do a $125 million film based on a pre-existing piece of intellectual property, they're climbing into a meat grinder. And what are you coming out with on the other side? It's going to be generic, studio-controlled, basically a pile of garbage. 
and it's going to end up on the side of a bloody Burger King wrapper. <laughs> so he no. was not a big fan. He's, yeah. He put a line through it, um, but at the end of the day, he did get something out of it. Um, and so we end, as always, uh, Cambo, with yep. deciding, so would we want to see this film? I'm torn on this one. Yep. There's a lot of things I like about it, but part of me thinks that if I was to watch it, I'd walk out with like a headache <laughs> and I'd go, oh my God. Like, you know how sometimes you walk out of a Transformers movie and you're like, oh, yeah. what happened? Yeah, I have no <laughs> recollection of the <laughs> yeah, last yeah. two and a half hours. I, it, a part of me thinks that it's so intense that that may have happened. I'm sort of coming from a gaming background. Something like this, I would love to see on screen, uh-huh. but I think ultimately... It just needs a bit of an edit. It just needs to yeah. be cut down and it just needs to be focused the, a little more. The thing more. is, because I'm sure it's a common thing with video gamers to be like, just put the game on screen. Yeah. That's all you need to do. And I think that this would have been a testament to you, you, you'd make this movie exactly like the game and the gamers walk out of the cinemas and go, oh, that's why they don't. Yeah, <laughs> that is why they don't. Well, we have come to the end of Peter Jackson's cancelled Halo movie report. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And in fact, we hope you enjoyed the whole series. And we would love it if you could subscribe, be it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. Subscribing really honestly does help us get discovered in the charts. It would also be terrific if you could leave us a five-star rating or, you know what, most importantly of all, just tell a friend. We're completely independent here at Cancelled Movie Report, so your support really does mean the world to us. A huge thank you to Steph Ben Dixon and Gus Ronald for lending their voices this episode. We do encourage that if you enjoyed their work, go over, follow them on their channels and let them know how much you enjoyed it. What do you think of the movie so far and have we missed anything? We would love to hear from you. You can always get in touch with us via cancelledmovies at gmail.com or at cancelledmovies on all of the socials. And hey, maybe there's a cancelled movie project you've always wanted to hear about. Why not let us know? You can fill out the form in the episode description alerting us to a project and we may just give it the cancelled movie report treatment. I'm Michael Campbell. I've hosted and edited this episode. Eden Porter was my co-host too and we both produced the show. We'd also like to thank the rest of our amazing voice cast, all of which you'll find listed in the episode notes. Next week, we are talking about one of our most requested movies for this second season. That's right, we're talking about James Cameron's Spider-Man. But if you can't wait, here's a sneak peek. Welcome to one of my favorite night spots. The service is slow, but the thing I like about it is it's not usually too crowded. It all looks so civilized from up here, doesn't it? But until then, take care.